This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. We are still digesting the news of Donald Trump's stunning victory. The question today is, will Trumpism, let's call his populist appeal by that name, cross the border? Will politicians here in the land of Justin Trudeau's sunny ways be able to harness the alienation and disgust with the elites that propelled Trump to power? Last night marked the first conservative leadership debate as that party starts the process of choosing a new leader from a large field of mostly unknown candidates. One candidate, Kelly Leach, has hailed Trump's Victory as an exciting message that needs to be delivered in Canada as well. She's been very controversial out of the gate, advocating that immigrants be screened for Canadian values. I will protect our Canadian values. Everyone on this stage supports immigration. But I am the only candidate who will require face-to-face interviews of new immigrants and screen for Canadian values. Well, Leach has been talking about this since before the Trump phenomenon loomed so large here, uh, but it seems to have more traction now, and she certainly got basically all the attention from last night's debate because uh, people were either hearing what she had to say or what the other candidates had to say to refute her. And uh, it certainly distinguishes her from the other candidates who basically find this idea repugnant. And by the way, the so-called elites also find her idea uh, repugnant. But Leach also thinks that it would give her an advantage in dealing with Donald Trump. You know, there's a few things that Mr. Trump and I actually have in common, whether that be supporting a Keystone pipeline or whether that be screening. I want to have a working relationship with him, and that will allow me then to have some tough talk with him about NAFTA and making sure that we have an open trade relationship with the United States. Okay, so uh, we want to know what you think. Does her message resonate with you, her lack of political correctness and her basically saying we've got to screen to see if immigrants think the same way we do and value the same things we do. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-744-740. Right now, I'm here with Mike Van Solen. He's the Managing Principal at Navigator Limited. Um, Welcome, Mike. Nice to see you again. Hi, Libby. Great to be here. Okay. Well, uh, as our listeners will know, Mike was here on election day on Tuesday, and uh, I saw him again on Tuesday night at the Navigator Party, uh, which turned quite somber, I must say. Now, before we get to the question of whether the same ideas have resonance here, uh, what did you make of it? Like, most most pundits, strategists, pollsters did not see this coming. No, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it was a surprise to many of us. 
in, in reality, with uh, the opportunity to reflect on the events, it would probably should have been more obvious to, to many of us that Trump had a better chance than we were giving him. The lack of enthusiasm for Hillary Clinton, I think at the end of the day, was a huge, huge challenge. And it really affected them when it came to Election Day. The get out the vote uh, is always a tough and critical part of any campaign. And the lack of enthusiasm for the candidate uh, makes it that much more difficult. So what we really saw was the Democratic vote collapse as a result. Uh, uh, Mr. Trump didn't even do as well as Mr. Romney did in 2012, uh, but still he got enough votes out to beat Hillary and prevail in the election. So, uh, you know, a shocking, a shocking result in some ways, but uh, but as well he he did have a clear message. So, it, you know, as we look at it now, uh, the opportunity to reflect, it maybe isn't as shocking as we might think on that first morning when we woke up. Well, you know what? It's, it's interesting. The, the turnout, we were all expecting a record turnout. The turnout was quite low. More than 46% of voters did not vote. And there were thousands of people protesting yesterday. And my thought was, you know what, people? You are from the constituencies that did not vote. A lot of younger people who maybe supported Bernie Sanders and couldn't bring themselves to vote for Hillary. Well, you know what? Whether someone inspires you or whether you're voting against something, you've got to show up. That's, that's my thought on that. Well, this is the basic tenet of democracy is that you have that opportunity to participate. You have many opportunities to participate, but critically on Election Day. And if you don't take advantage of that, you know, I say you don't have a right to complain after the fact. Well, uh, you know, a peaceful protest, uh, we have a right to do that in a democratic society. But, but you know, um, I think it's Rudy Giuliani, told, what did he call them, sore losers or whiners or something? <laughs> well, yeah. There you go. Uh, but getting to uh, the conservative race here and Kelly Leach, do you think that all those things that Donald Trump tapped into um, would find a home here? Well, it's important to recognize that she is running for the leadership of the Conservative Party, and she's not in. She's not leader yet, and she's not running in a general election. So the question is, will this resonate with the members of the Conservative Party? It, she may find some resonance for the idea. I do not believe the idea has as, as broad appeal as it does in the United States. The United States faces challenges that we simply don't here in Canada. They have over 11 million illegal immigrants in the country, and it's it's more tangible there. They There are people who really do feel that their jobs have been lost because they've been taken over by illegal immigrants working in that country. So I'm not sure that there will be the resonance even in the Conservative Party, but certainly in the general public for these ideas. But what she has done very, very well is made herself the number one candidate, the person everybody's talking to. And in a leadership campaign, you want people, you want to drive the message and you want people to be responding to you. So on that, she definitely gets top marks. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying, that it's just kind of a ploy to get attention. Right. You know, and so I guess we're going to find out whether it's a ploy and whether it ultimately has resonance with for first conservative members. I, it doesn't strike. It's not something that I hear in the streets, but I, you know, I live in Toronto and you know, yeah. I'm not, I, you know, I don't know if I uh, have a great read on where the conservative membership is across the country. Well, it's also a matter of, of whether she can sign people up based on this. Right. Again, I, I just don't see – what she is trying to do, I think, 
she's chosen this issue. But I think what she's really trying to do is be the populist leader. And when she says there's things about Donald Trump she likes, I think it's it's that, that she wants to be the populist candidate. And that's where she you see this language that she's borrowing, like she's running against the elites. And again, I don't know that we have the same level of cynicism in Canada about government as they do in America. So I don't know that that vein exists in the same way uh, here as it does there. That said, we're going to find out. She is, she is very much framed who she is, who she wants to be. Without a doubt, at the end of the day, next spring, when, they, when we vote for conservative leader, she's going to be one of the top one or two candidates who everybody's talking about. You know, uh, I think our listeners would be able to give us a sense of uh, how and with whom this kind of a message resonates. So I'm just going to give the numbers out again, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. The question being, do you agree with Kelly Leach that we should screen immigrants for Canadian values? Now, I have a couple of questions about that. First of all, exactly how do you do that? How do you make it so that it's not subjective? If someone is entering this country with bad intentions, can't they just tell you what you want to hear? Well, this is the challenge, and I think it will be increasingly tough for her over the course of this leadership uh, campaign because she's going to have to define what are Canadian values. One of the things she said is, you know, that people have to believe in gay marriage. Well, does that prevent a Catholic from getting into this country today? I think it will be tricky for her to uh, to walk the line of what she's talking about while avoiding the specifics. Because in the specifics, it gets very, very difficult, and there's some coded language uh, in it. Is it really about avoiding uh, people who don't believe in gay marriage, or is it really about keeping people out of the country who come from certain pockets of the world that we don't like and that maybe – uh, members of the Canadian public across the country, there are small pockets of people don't like those people. Okay, well, I mean, again, um, I think she'd be against the political correctness of not naming them. Uh, one of the other things she said, which almost made me chuckle, she and on the surface of it, it makes sense. She said, most people coming into this country do not get a face-to-face interview with an immigration officer. You know, getting that sounds good to me, makes perfect sense, except... Do you know how many civil servants would have to be hired to do that? Has she addressed that for conservatives who generally like smaller civil service, smaller governments? We're not really equipped to do that. Well, look, she's she's in in that proposal. It does strike everybody as as making perfect sense. In reality, what it would result in is is a real expansion of of Immigration Canada to possibly sort of do that. Um, I I think, you know, and I think where most Canadians will end up on this is that we believe the immigration system has to match our economic needs as a country. We have to get people who can come to this country and contribute in sectors where we need workers, and that really should be what it's about. We do not have a problem with uh, immigrants coming to this country and not uh, embracing Canadian values and participating in this country. There, there, there are cases of that, I mean, of immigrants coming in, and I think, you know, we've had a couple of horrific cases of those so-called honor killings. Uh, I know of cases where young women are, are forced to marry. Right. And, we also have that, ca- and we also have cases of homegrown uh, terrorism. Exactly. So uh, the, I'm not sure that this gets at those challenges 
that uh, that we see in society. I think the immigration system, of course, has to be robust. Of course, there has to be screening. But really, it's about making sure that we are bringing in people. We are attracting the uh, the best and brightest and most skilled from around the world to help this country continue to grow. And I think that's where most Canadians would actually think the immigration system needs to go. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a question. One of the things we want to ask our listeners, are we bringing in the right kinds of immigrants? Uh, is there a problem they have uh, that maybe, you know, people are reluctant to say here because because of wow. political correctness? is interesting. You know, one of her uh, competitors, <clears throat> Mr. Trost, said, what you're really saying is that we need to uh, screen for Islamic ex- extremism. Well, I don't think anybody would argue with that. Do you think that's what she's really saying? Oh, I, I think there's a coded language in there. I think that's in definitely a sentiment she is looking to uh, tap into. Uh, the reality, of course, is we do screen for that, and we uh, hopefully the. the, the Look, it's not a. It's it's never going to be a perfect system, but I think most Canadians would view that the system is, is decent. We'll hear from your listeners, and we'll find out if that view is shared by shared by all your listeners. Uh, but no doubt, we already are looking out to make sure that we don't bring people who would threaten the well-being of Canadians uh, in the very the very country that is welcoming them. Okay, uh, let's uh, start to hear what our listeners are saying. We've got Don in Kawartha Lakes. Hello, Don. Yes. Um, it didn't sound to me like you're talking about Trump. Uh, well, the, the, these are we're talking about whether Trump's ideas are crossing the border. He was very tough on immigration. He was tough on very specific groups. He said he would ban Muslims, and uh, he, that he uh, called uh, Me- Mexicans uh, rapists and criminals, and and says he'll start deporting them. So, uh, do you think those ideas uh, will find a home in Canada? Well, I don't know, but what I'm wondering about is he also said the only way Hillary would win was if the election was rigged. Well, she didn't win, did she? (laughs) No, but would he have been able to rig it so that he would win? Uh I I think that their electoral system uh I won't say electoral system but the elections is it's pretty good and and there's been research on it saying that there are very very few instances of vote rigging Don what I what I would ask you know based on your comments is I really wonder whether Mr Trump would have been as gracious in uh in losing as Hillary was uh she she got more of the popular vote but of course with the electoral college system the way that it is Donald Trump ultimately prevailed if those uh roles had been reversed uh I really uh you know I I wonder how he would have reacted to it and you know I I'd be concerned uh, to have had seen that play out Well, I'm still wondering if there was some way he had a lot of connections in not very desirable areas. Well, um, and if the election could have been rigged, okay. Well, I think he might have rigged it. uh, There's 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 another uh, interesting theory, Don. Thanks very much for your call. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Jim in Hanover. Hello, Jim. Hello. I just wanted to make a comment. This was a young lady who was going to, take, going to university in Canada, and she phoned uh, Dale Goldhawk, 
Uh, she'd finished her studies. She loved Canada. She'd been here for three or four years, spoke three different languages, and uh, she was from Germany. And she wanted to stay in Canada and applied for Canadian citizenship. They told her, you have to go back to Germany and reapply there. That's been after being here and educated in Canada, accepted her values and wanted to be here and was not. She had to go home. Well, that's I, that's the system now. I think I read something that, um, and it's probably the government in power now, wants to make it easier for foreign students to become citizens. Yeah. Uh, but but that's that's the system now, and that's a system that that because if you're here on a student visa or a specific time constraint visa, you you can't, as they would say, jump the queue. You've got to go back and start again, but I believe I saw something that, that there was some consideration to making that process easier. Yeah, because, I mean, if you go into university, you've got some intelligence. And Well, I, I don't think you can make that assumption, but go ahead. <laughs> I said, I, 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 I'm not sure I agree with that. Not everybody in university has a lot of intelligence, but I go ahead. most of our politicians have probably went to university. Uh, but even to go to uh, New Zealand... They're very strict on immigration. You've got a physical check, you've got to have money, you've got to have a job, and you've got to have a trade. You've got to have a job lined up. Very difficult to get in New Zealand. Do you think we need to be tougher? Uh, well, I think more selective. I came as an immigrant, so I was selected. I didn't just land here and say, well, I'm Canadian, you can't get rid of me. I guess they could if they wanted. But Well... Worked out for you. We're glad you're here. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks very much, Jim. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, we've got Bob in Drayton. Hello, Bob. How are you today? Fine, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. Uh, Now, I I just have one uh, point to make, really. Uh, I believe this American values, Canadian values, may be stemming from... Uh, the influx of refugees, the influx, the huge influx of refugees in Europe and their op, their uh, attempt to, be, to come to North America. But, you know, I discussed with some of my uh, friends and, and co-workers about the fact that there's a simple little statement that I heard a long time ago uh, that you could, that more people should use. And that statement is, there but by the grace of God am I. Now, I didn't have a choice. I didn't push a button to say, I want these parents, I want to be born in this country, I want to have this ability, I want to be this sex. So, with the Syrians currently that are fleeing their country, by and large, the most of them didn't bring that war on themselves. But through that war, they've lost everything. So if we were to reverse the roles and Canada or an area in Canada were to lose everything. Now, take, for instance, Fort McMurray this past summer. A lot of people lost everything. Were they treated, oh, you better stay back there because we don't know whether you have Calgary values or Edmonton values. So we don't want you in our area. Okay, so we know where you stand, Bob. You don't think uh, that any screening like this is a good idea. Well, 
first of all, what are Canadian values? Well, that's we've just been uh, we've just been asking that. That's a very good question, uh, Bob. Thanks very much for your call. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Bob is talking about empathy, uh, which I guess is something that we should all try to have a little bit of in whatever situation. Uh, Bob in Etobicoke. Hi, Bob. Hi. How are you? Fine. How are you? Not bad. So. Um, well, I want to make a remark about the uh, Donald Trump victory. And Go win. ahead. Go ahead. Um, We're listening. In my view, at the end of the day, they will find that that election couldn't have ended better. Because at the end of the day, people do have to get together and, and join hands and run a country properly. Those who are, some of them, who have been in power, have been owned by other people, and they, you know, there's a lot of influence that's been bought and paid for. With this new group, they don't owe favors to anyone. As far as the uh, Canada goes, I uh, like. I guess you've heard people complaining, not officially, but complaining about some of the values being eroded that we're used to. And uh, I do believe that everyone should have an interview. A screened interview. Now, for example, those people like that one that mentioned that going to school here, and uh, they should be interviewed and maybe put on a preferred list because we know that what they're doing, they're capable of fending for themselves and contributing to society. We don't need people who come in here and for one reason or another do not wish to work, and maybe they're leaving the country where they were because they weren't working, maybe not because of choice, but circumstance. We don't know. An interview should be... Let me ask you this, Bob. Would you uh, be in favor of a a large bill for more civil servants to conduct those interviews? Um, Yes, I, I would. Um, Maybe there should be a fee charge to come into Canada. There, I'm sure there is. I, I'm not sure yeah. what it is, though. I don't think it is. No, I don't think there is. Although Canada needs immigrants, and if you, uh, what we need immigrants that because of population and the largest size of the country and the age of the people that are here, like like you and I, we're we're not spring chickens anymore. And speak for uh, yourself, Bob. <laughs> and, well, I'm 74, going on 75. So, so you know, like I know we need immigrants. I'm aware of that, but. We need immigrants that are not going to be a burden to society. They're going to not only support themselves, they're going to add value to to our country. Okay, Bob. Yeah. Thanks very much. Okay, Okay, we're running out of time. We're going to take one more call. Jean in Toronto. Hello, Jean. Oh, hi. Go Uh, ahead. My thought is that it's hard to know where to start with Kelly Leach. She's not a very impressive candidate, I believe, to start off with. And I think she's cooked this up because she thinks this is a grabber. It'll grab people's attention. Well, it has. And I I find it very, very hard to believe that this woman is a doctor. She's an orthopedic surgeon. Absolutely. She's a surgeon. I find that hard to believe. She sounds like a a person without any empathy for anyone. I really can't believe that she's a doctor, but... I, I just you know. want to say a word about surgeons. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're a different breed. They're 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 not necessarily known for bedside manner. But go ahead. Be. Well, anyway, I'm thinking that um, if she, let's say, the scenario is that she wins the leadership, 
she wins the nomination, and she wins the next election and becomes prime minister, then I think that law about uh, Canadian values, it should be retroactive. It should go all the way back to any living Canadian who has come here and become a citizen from another country, and that would include me. So I will fully expect to be hauled on the carpet and questioned again, which I was 51 years ago, because who knows, maybe I was a criminal in the making. So... Uh Okay, well, we'll vouch for you, Jean, okay? How's that? Well, this is tongue-in-cheek, obviously, right? (laughs) I think she's an absolute idiot. Okay. How's that? How's that? That's that's very clear. Clear Thank you, you, Jean, for your call. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay, uh, we're just about out of time. Mike, uh, your your thoughts on the Kelly Leach thing and and whether it's going to stick and work with people here? Well... I, I I think it's it's guaranteed that it's she's going to be one of the top two three candidates in this uh, leadership contest. She is sucking up all the oxygen. Everybody else is having to respond to her. So uh, that was job number one, and she's accomplished that in spades. Uh, we will see what the resonance of that message ultimately is. You know what I do think is when I say she'll be one of the top two three candidates. The other one or two candidates who are also in that race, who are really, truly in contention uh, to win it, will be those who are able to respond to her in an aggressive way and to present a narrative to conservative members that resonates with them. She, she, set up the, she set up the dynamic of this race now, so now others have to respond to her. So those one or two people who are able to best respond to her narrative are those who – that's who's going to be in the race at the end of the day. And we'll see, we'll see what the members uh, decide. Okay. Very interesting. And uh, this is not, as you point out, the last we're going to be hearing about it. This uh, will give us a lot of stuff to talk about over the coming months. Mike Van Solen, thank you so much for being with us. Great being here. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.